Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. It is the Ramen Movement, and we are back. Uh, we are pleased to have a real estate investor with us by the name of Tyrone Carson. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Hey, how you doing? All right, man. We appreciate Glad to you. be here. Appreciate the invite. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Miss Davette, how are you? I am blessed and highly favored, as always. How about yourself, Mr. Taylor? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be here for another show. CT, what, what's good in your world, sir? Man, you know, fat boy problems, still working on the blog. Uh, probably going to do another blog tonight, so be on the lookout for that on my Facebook page. Working on the uh, fat boy problems Instagram and Facebook page. That'll be coming soon. Just got to get the logo right because I want to put a, the logo out and make sure it's right before starting anything. So just want to make sure that's together. Uh, vlog will be coming eventually. Just got to work the kinks out on that, what I want to present to y'all. But, you know, taking those baby steps into this entrepreneurship. But we had fun myself. with the vlog when we were over at Wingfest last week. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Wingfest was on. If you don't go to Wingfest, I'm telling you now, you will enjoy yourself. Yes. I, I said I was going to try to make it this year, and I didn't get a chance to do it. Yeah, I am trying to tell you. Know, you. They be sneaking up on you. Yeah. I don't do it <laughs> Here's the thing about it. Just give it one year. And, and all, honestly, they moved it back to September to try to avoid the heat. They lied. <laughs> it was still hot. It was so hot. <laughs> I had a towel and everything, sweating like a dog. It was still hot. But it was still good to see all those different people out there. And plus, it's a good cause. So you get yourself fed, and it's a good cause. It was only $30 if you're 25 in the advance if you got it. You're getting wings all day. And if you stay long enough, you're going to go home with wings. So mm -hmm. the perks are there. Miss that next year. What day is that? Well, I don't know when they're having the next one yet. I might have had it on the website. We'll have to check that out. But You might have to help sure. with promotion. Oh, so keep people in the loop. On, I'm just, just trying to tell you. I'm going to do that two, twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> So Tyrone, tell us, um, tell us a little bit about what you do exactly, you know, being a developer and what does that entail? Well, I wouldn't exactly say I'm a developer. Okay. Um, well, actually, I'm an investor. Um, I'm a real estate investor. I'm uh, one of the managing partners for TNK Development LLC here based here in Knoxville. Um, also managing, um, managing partner for SDME Property Solutions. Um, wholesaling company here in Knoxville and um, <clears throat> a little bit back about my background I'm um, I'm like a I come from 20 some years of construction um, worked the last 12 to 14 elements licensed certified electrician um, one day I had learned about real estate investing about 10 years ago from a real good friend someone like an uncle to me relocated Knoxville and was like this is the market this is the time and I jumped into it just to make a long story short um, and <clears throat> I primarily work in wholesaling we also uh, also work in rehab flip properties that we go in we buy you know distressed properties um, go in and update them remodel them and then put them back on the market um, usually by a real estate agent or broker right um, here in Knoxville, work with an awesome team at the real estate firm with, um, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> with April McGuire and Atlanta Clinton. Okay. But, uh, getting into it, man, um, 
coming from the background that I come from, um, the easiest way to get into it is through wholesaling with little to no money down. It actually can be done. Okay. It's 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 true. Right. No credit checks. Not to worry about that. But little to no money down. It's just having the knowledge of being willing to sit down and seek out the knowledge of your market around you. You know, found find like-minded individuals to be willing to network. Okay. Because real estate investing, I mean, it has a lot to do with money. But at the same time, it's not so much of what you know, it's but who you know. Right. And how you work those relationships and also being able to monetize the information, the free information that's out there for any and everybody. Okay. And is, is this something the, the, the mentor or whoever taught you or is this something you've learned along the way? Has it, or both? A little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Uh, starting out, just trying to figure it out on my own. Then before that, um, um, do a rough, hard lick on the head, learning of how not to do some things. Um, join, I'm also a member of the local Knoxville Real Estate Investors Association. Um, but actually, it was a meeting with their uh, executive director, uh, Victor Jernigan. Here in Knoxville, sitting down and trying to just explain to him, you know, which direction I was trying to go and, you know, how I was trying to go about getting there and trying to understand the Knoxville market and which direction that the city of Knoxville was going in. And he, he was a great mentor, him and another investor by the name of Todd Richards. Okay. You know, and help, helping me, help, helping me, guide me along the way and, uh, and, and getting going. Right. And becoming, you know. Somewhat established real estate investor here in the local city. Nice, nice. So at at this time, like, so do you have more freedom of time? Have you gained that? Is that one that I know? I that's... have. I mean, I do. I can set my own schedule, but your hunger is going to determine your schedule. Okay. I mean, because one thing about it, uh, it work. A lot of people don't know, like, particularly in wholesaling, which takes little to no money down. That's that's an aspect of real estate investing that can be done part time, full time, or at your leisure. Okay. As you get into rehab, that can even be done part time, depending on, you know, how you want to go about doing it. I I, I know investors that work a nine to five and still flip houses on the weekend. Right. I know investors that work a nine to five and wholesale houses. I know investors that flip houses and wholesale. Right, that's you know, just something to aspire to. Yes, it going. just depends on your direction and where you just see yourself and where you're exactly trying to go. You're driving what's necessary for you and you and your family at the time, depending on the situation. Right. But there's different levels of this. A lot of people don't think, oh, well, I can't do it because I work. Like, it should be you can. Because mm-hmm. as a wholesaler, you can find houses just driving to the wire to go, to go get your soul. Right. You see a house, say, for sale. Got one of them FISBO signs in it for sale by owner. Yep. There goes your first possible property lead right there. Okay. Just knowing a pool of cash buyers, which is a, uh, uh, which is a pool of investors like myself that are tend to be a little too busy, caught up with you know rehab properties, managing general contractors and handymen of that nature to, be, to have the necessary time to be able to be actually get out there and find new properties to invest in. Mm-hmm. Guys like wholesalers, guys and gals, 
that are wholesaling, you know, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want them Dave Chappelle problems. So, you know, those wholesalers help bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, knowing those individuals, you know, you run across those properties, the numbers are right, because it is about the numbers. Okay. It's about numbers. You can't Making count, it work. You can't count, then you're probably going to struggle real bad in this. Yeah. <laughs> Do your math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know your arithmetic, you might struggle okay. a little bit. I'm not no math genius, but I can do numbers. So right. Come to make money. Money, 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 <laughs> yeah. money, money, money. Money, money make money, a whole money, bunch money. of dumb people, mathematicians. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and I, and I, hold on, I take that back. Not dumb people, because there's no such thing as a dumb person. So forgive me in saying that, but you know. Money can make a whole lot of, we'll say, uh, politically correct, illiterate people in right. a sense look like Genius. math geniuses. Yeah, some people that yeah. done that hustle life, mm-hmm. when it comes to everything else, they get a little greed to it. But when it came <laughs> down to the money, they knew how to handle that money. So yeah. that that is Absolutely. that's very true. That's an honest statement. Yeah, right. I appreciate that. And cool. to the to the time frame, David, like. That's the same in your industry, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you are fully... I mean, And I think that's something that can encourage new entrepreneurs to, to you know, strive for. Sure. The, the time, the freedom of time, you know, to have, in my case, you know, still dads with donuts and doing stuff like that. You know, it's not... I don't have to, you know, check in with people. You know, I'm very flexible in my job, but still you want that overall freedom. To go as you please, and I know that's yeah, something. I want to get up and wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and still not get out of bed until 11. Right. And decide if I'm going to go to work or if I'm going to work from home. But, you know, then it's also if I want to work on Sundays, if I want to work on Friday nights, if mm-hmm. I want to work on. It doesn't matter. I, I get to pick when I want to work. And I also love the luxury of being able to work for my clients, what times that accommodate them, you know. If it just means I have to roll over and take an application at 10 o'clock in the morning, I can go back to sleep. Right. What a problem to have. Right. What, what a problem to have and still, you know, made a full day's income considering somebody else had to get up at 6 o'clock and they had to get the kids ready for school. And then they had to drive in 8 o'clock traffic to rush to work and sit there and in the office for 8 hours probably only do about 3, 4 hours worth of work. The other time they spent on Facebook and they spent on lunch and they're taking breaks and it's the water cooler talking to people. So technically they only get about 3 hours worth of work out of the day. Mm-hmm. Then they turn around and get back on the expressway. I mean, like literally... You could get back home, you wore out from really just going through the rat race. Yep. It wasn't that, was that you did a whole lot of work through the course of the day. It was the rat race. And, right. you know, knowing that there's a place where you can figure out what your true goals and your purposes and be able to make money in that what you love to do. It's funny because they convinced me to come over to Seed and talk to the kids on uh, Thursday. And I had a ball with it. But what I really didn't, what I didn't realize is I end up talking for like two and a half hours, walking around in heels. Now, usually, my, I mean, my feet, my dogs was talking to me afterwards, but I enjoyed what I was doing. They called me on really just kind of short notice and was like, would it be possible for you to do a class? Sure. My boy, he had um, to go up to Kentucky, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio because they had a... Um, a uh, unexpected passing in the family so they needed someone to handle that section of the curriculum i was like eh, i can do that no problem and the kids were engaged and we had a good time 
But I was really happy to be able to know that I had a schedule, the flexibility to say, yeah, I can come over here and I can speak to the kids and I can give mm-hmm. back. And I love doing it. It's priceless. It's priceless. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, and yeah, my feet were starting at the end, but the whole time I was doing it, I couldn't feel nothing. You're mm-hmm. just in that flow. You're in that passion, mm-hmm. that drive, that hunger. They're just like, and the kids was, they were so engaging that. I think that's the biggest plus if you got the kids behind you. Exactly. And they've, they, you're on a subject and they enjoy the subject that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And they have questions every little, because that's going to keep you more into it. Oh, yeah. Because there's been plenty of situations I know I've been to seminars or different things and the person just keeps talking and talking. It's just like, bro, get to something I need to know. Mm-hmm. You're not touching on anything that's going, that's intriguing me. Right. And the way they represented it and put it out there, it's like, yeah, let me do this. This, this is something I feel like I need to do. But I mean, I feel like it's a waste of your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, especially if you paid for it, you're just like, God, dog. I could watch YouTube, or I go. We got so many other angles or avenues that we can get information, information. from. It's Absolutely. just like you have to be an engaging person to do live speaking mm-hmm. to people. But that's all you, though. Uh, but I, I love that part. Mm-hmm. I do. I genuinely love that part. Now, mind you, there's also the part where there's a decompress after that. Like afterwards, I don't want to talk to nobody for a couple of hours, maybe even a couple of days. If I'm really in presentation mode. I'm about to go sit, chill, I'm going to talk, I'm going to watch TV, I don't want to answer the phone, because it does take a lot out of you, but that's time that you also spend, you might be listening to another podcast, or you're doing some reading, or you're just kind of researching and things of that nature, it doesn't mean that I get turned off from, you know, the job in particular, I love what I do, I've always got my eyes open, I'm always kind of planning and being very strategic about what we're going to do for the next 24, 48, 72 hours, because... One monkey ain't gonna stop the show. We gotta keep this thing right. going. I right. love it, and I definitely do not want to have to get to the point where I gotta go back to the rat race. Somebody telling me I have right. to show up somewhere at eight thirty and nine o'clock. That that's not for your girl. I'm sorry. No, no, I appreciate uh, both of you all, and that's where I'm striving to get is out of the rat race. You know, and Rich Dad Poor Dad talks about jumping out of the employee quadrant. You know, getting mm-hmm. into the business owner quadrant, and these things like. What you were talking about, Tyrone, with the hunger. I mean, it's like, I appreciate that, you know, putting that hunger to purpose. Don't, you know, just, I'm hungry. Because this is where I'm at, because it, it drives you where you're kind of frozen. Like, okay, I know what I want to do. I just need to get started somewhere. Sure. Right. And that's where. Sure. Yeah. Mikey. And just talking to you right, you know, off air right before we started. It's like, all right, like you said, drop, driving right down the street, find one. Move towards it with purpose. So, I mean, I, again, I appreciate that. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm highly encouraged. And the um, thing I'd encourage you to do is, um, I think it's this Tuesday. If you got time, Tuesday evening, uh, go online to notforget.com. Free to set up an account. First visit is $20. Okay. Come to a local real meeting. Okay. That's what really opened up the door and helped me get it going. Yeah, and I'm sure it helped grow your network as well. You Come know, to so. a local real meeting. We hold our meetings every second Tuesday of the month down there on Cedar Bluff at the Holiday Inn. Okay. Definitely. So, uh, uh, this Tuesday will be the second Tuesday of the month. So, you okay. all have time. Starts at uh, networking, starts at 530. We do it uh, 30 minutes to an hour of networking. Then uh, it starts at 6 then we started like 
six or six thirty. Okay. And then we go to like eight thirty. Yeah, start at six thirty and we go to eight thirty. And then we even do like an hour or so of networking afterwards. Nice. That's yeah, where that's the real deal. So then I'll be honest with you. That's right. really, you know. But if y'all have time, please be more welcome. Come out and join us. Absolutely. I will definitely look at the schedule and get there. If I you can. come join us for our fellowship. We like to have you too. You're a positive dude. Uh, we this we're doing a mid month fellowship on this Wednesday at Hatboro. Basically, we just get it's basically been me, him, and our guy Reggie. We're trying to get more people out. Minye um, has been coming, but it, just positivity is all we want. We get together, we eat, we talk about different subjects. And it's just just a positive vibe, period. So you're invited so to that. That's about to die, so I can't put so, that, check my calendar a little bit. Oh, no, you good, you good. We got that, and we got it on the 22nd is our usual. And we'll be going to uh, Myrtle Chicken and Beer down in the uh, Market Square. Okay. So, yeah, I've heard about that place. I'm going to check it out, too. I've heard about it, too. And I've heard it. It's like, yeah, but... You gotta oh. try it. Oh, I got. Then we gotta wait on Fat Boy Problems to tell us what's really good. Yeah, they coming. Right. Oh. These Fat Boy Problems ain't happen. going nowhere. Yeah. I, I likes to eat. So yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, we the last place we went, it was Black Horse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, waffle <laughs> that thick. Where at Black Horse? It's Where's Black Horse? Uh. Some uh, brewery. It's, it's on Gay Street. It's, it's yeah. On Gay Street. Yeah, yeah. And they, they got one there. out west. They uh, they open now. Yeah. <laughs> right out. Yeah. But they had the waffles for brunch. They're right down the street so, from the brewery. Like, yeah, on Gay Street. It takes sapphires. <laughs> all those different. Yeah, places. Yeah, but it's right there on the corner, like That's by right the right? theater, by the movie theater. Waffles, is it? Mhm. That big. And and the shrimp and grits was on point too. Yeah. But they ain't paying us for this episode. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, this is all good. Perfect segue into the spice of life. Let's get into it. Let's get into the spice of life for this episode. So the first thing we're gonna get into, which one y'all want to go to first? Because we got two good subjects. Two good subjects here. Dealer's choice. Go for it. Let's see, hold on. Dealing these cards. Let's talk about Chappelle first. Chappelle, too. All right. If you are not a fan of Chappelle, I don't know what your problem is, but <laughs> that's your that's your own fault. Um, but the thing about it is Dave Chappelle is under a lot of heat right now because there are certain people who are not liking his new stand-up comedy special, Sticks and Stones. Uh, Dave Chappelle says a lot of things in this special that a lot of people out there want to say, but you just don't have a backbone to say it. When I say this, I might be one of those people because I don't get out there on the road. I don't say all that stuff, but I think it all the time. Think about it is we are living in a world where everyone wants to talk about canceling somebody, especially when it comes to celebrities. So when it comes to a brand and you hear this word cancel, how do y'all feel about this cancel community that's out there everyone's wanting to get you canceled let's talk about it i mean you mean you're saying specifically as your brand or as a person as well if we're you know we like to get it back to the business side of things when we talk about these types of subjects 
and we could keep it on a so social scale. about the alphabet, baby. Yeah. Yes. That's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. it's We're just one of those things where it's like, okay, let's talk about uh, Chick-fil-A. Here's yeah. a perfect example. Everybody was upset because the man said, hey, I don't support that. That's not what it. He didn't say anything about stop feeding these people. He didn't say anything like they're. Excuse me. I'm sorry. They're not allowed in my restaurant anymore or anything. The the owner, she's probably just like he is strictly by the book as far as not supporting the gay lifestyle, LGBT and all that. I don't think he said he wouldn't hire one. He didn't say anything like that. But because of his belief. The word was, let's cancel Chick-fil-A. We shouldn't go to Chick-fil-A. He believes that. Let's stop. But the thing about it is, guess who still goes to Chick-fil-A? All of them. They still, go, of them. To, they still go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Right. So, is it that, I guess the question maybe is, is it just that some people are strong enough to withstand something of that nature? Or... Is it just that we only care about certain things as far as sticking to something and canceling something? I think I, some folks just too sensitive. Mm. They want they want everybody to look at them right now. Mm. Honestly, I just think they're too big on sensitive. Mm. We're about the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be worried about the wrong thing. They still wouldn't have reason to crack jokes. Mm. True. Set up. <laughs> what do you need? I need that. Oh, go ahead, and give it to me. <laughs> There's the story. Let me duck this. Yeah. I mean, and, and in general, you know, society is fickle by nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, very much. The, so. the same people that are praising you will be talking about you. You know, the moment you make a move, so you have to be aware of those things. I think, and mm-hmm. you know, again, all publicity usually works out to good. Like, I mean, it, it does work out good for you. So even if people are talking about canceling you, I mean, okay. Yeah. And the other part of it is you got to be able to stand behind what it is, your beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, as people will come at you and they want to attack you because they just want to attack you, they want to break you down. I mean, you know, you look at it from a religious standpoint, they'll say the enemy will start coming to attack you when you're at your place where you're about right. to take it to a different level. So, okay, I can accept that. I can respect that. But also being able to recognize that every time the confrontation comes at you, you know, do, are you able to justify where you coming from and what your mm-hmm. thoughts are? And, you know, we kind of had a conversation about that in Brunch Club earlier today. It wasn't any disrespect that came out of the conversation, which was very, that was really a, a blessing. But it was recognizing that somebody felt like the tone of the group had changed and gone a different direction. Uh-huh. And my response was, you're absolutely right. And this is because this is now turned into a sacred space where people have an outlet and a place that they can come and speak. Right. And they may not be able to do it from their traditional walls simply because, you know, from business or professional purposes, we all know that everything that we do on Facebook is now judged by employers and mm-hmm. they use it for, now they even use your Facebook page to get you oh, to, yeah. for life insurance. Yes. I swear, if they see, oh no, you smoking weed on your life, yeah, they will go to your Facebook page to see if you what kind of activities that you are engaged in. And then they're like, oh no, you skydive, you smoking weed, I see these things on here. So your application may say one thing, but your real life post 
right. and lose to something else. Mm, right. They started that in New York back in January, so that's not even a Knoxville local thing. That was. Uh, I'm glad I don't be on social media anyway. So I mean, <laughs> there you go. Say, but you saw me in London. There you right. go. Some good good but problems to have. I travel <laughs> exactly, and that's the other part of it is. We have to. The biggest thing about social media is there's a there's a place where you want to you show people what you want them to see. Right. You show people what you want them to see. But we've created a community of people who come out to us. We sat. We ate. We talked. We chopped it up. Like we have a, a brotherhood, a sisterhood, a fellowship. Right. And in doing so, that we can say things that may be Normally a little not said. Exactly. Inappropriate or a little crass or whatever, but. This is this is my crew. This is right. my tribe. You know, they say find your tribe, right. and we can have those conversations within our circle. Now, you know, sometimes they may offend people, and that's completely understandable. And it's never with the intention mm-hmm. to be ill willed and offend anyone. That's not the case at all. But you know, I appreciate you being able to come to me and saying that because right. we are intelligent, articulate wonderful professional people like let's have a dialogue mm-hmm. don't just decide you want to cancel the page and now you know that's where the differential lies and i think that's where he's talking about people get so sensitive and yeah. you know they just want to come at you with with pitchforks and, and the thing about it too yeah. man is that people are forever talking about how they don't want to hear about it or talk about it i hate seeing this but you don't have to scroll past Cut your yeah, yeah. You, i mean Perfect example, and this is going to segue into our next subject, is that I was listening to sports radio the other morning, and the guy was basically like, I'm tired of talking about this. I'm tired of seeing Antonio Brown, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're tired of it. Why are you still talking about it? You're calling in to a show to talk about a subject that you're tired of. So why do you continue to talk about it? Why do you continue to give it that energy? Leave it alone if that's not what you're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. If you feel like, hey, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of seeing it, guess what? You can always turn off that TV. You can turn always scroll past that. You can turn that radio off. There's so many things you can do to block that out. But since we're on the subject, let's talk about Antonio Brown. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Says the girl in the room. Yeah. Okay. How Antonio? about them cowboys? How about them? It's going to be a great year. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. This is not Cowboys Hour, okay? Yeah. This is a spice of life corner. Let me have my shine. I want to talk about the Cowboys. I can do that after this, okay? Let that go, all right? Fly Somebody in. being sensitive. <laughs> He's canceled. Fly spot. You heard. So, Antonio Brown, football player. Very good. I'll even put it out. He is a great football player. He is on a different echelon, but he does some crazy stuff off the field. He did a lot of crazy stuff, asked to be traded from Pittsburgh. He went to Oakland, gets to Oakland. A lot of other stuff is going on. He gets released. One minute, they're saying he's fine or suspended. The next minute, the coach is saying he's going to play. The next minute, we're going to find him. The next thing you know, Saturday, he's released, and we have a friend that we were sitting at the bar watching the football, and he said it. He's going to get picked up in an hour. And by God, within that hour, he got picked up by another team. Mm-hmm. So, I think the biggest question that we have as far as this section is, 
what is going on to make a person mess up a financial situation where you have $30 million guaranteed, but you still weren't satisfied? I think that that starts, you know, where I think that's where hunger can get into to greed. I think I think that's where like where you can never be content. You can never be. I mean, you can be content, but still striving for more. Some people that greed takes over, and I gotta have, and I gotta have, and I gotta have, and you can't have, and I, you know. I you just now said it best, acting like I. That ain't never had. You know there's some other things going on there, like mentally. Like. And that's another thing too, because that is one of the biggest things people are putting out there. Is that a lot of people, even the people that have been on his back about it, uh Ryan Clark, former teammate of his, is one of the people who should truly seems concerned about him as a person. Right. Other than what's going on as aspect because he feels like there is something mentally that or emotionally that's going on with him that has him acting out like this. He's from Miami. I, I mean, Charlemagne <laughs> does say it. The craziest people in the world are either from Florida or the Bronx. That's from Charlemagne though. He says yeah, that I don't, don't quote me on this, okay? Charlemagne said that. But Charlemagne probably ain't been a myth. <laughs> <laughs> With schools, people they say yeah, the South probably... is a South Memphis is a uh, a whole nother area. <laughs> like, I haven't been there either, so I'm not. I, I don't have anything to say on that. I'm from Memphis. Oh, are you? Yeah. He said yeah. <laughs> I'm from Memphis. He I'm said from yeah. North Memphis at that. Hollywood half off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know that map call on the corner of Chelsea and Hollywood. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, somebody Yeah, you spent some time down there. We got in there. No, yeah. I did time in Memphis. I didn't spend time. <laughs> I did time. Get it in right. Memphis. Get yes. it right and don't get it off. So yes. how do we feel about this? Is do we feel like he's making a situation where he really can't bounce back from it as far as rebuilding himself as a brand. Because basically what he's done is he went from being Antonio Brown to A.B. And A.B. is his brand now. True, but if anybody pays attention to where Antonio Brown went to, and nobody else probably will admit that it has really slowed down pay attention to this. If you pay attention to the New England Patriots over the past 15 years, Mm-hmm. The New England Patriots are slick known for taking some of the baddest boys of the NFL on the low low and recreating Bill Belichick, make them boys relevant again. Off top, mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, his 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 gift is not slacked whatsoever. His abilities to create plays and do what he does as mm-hmm. a player on the field ain't stopped at all. So. That by itself is going to speak for itself. What he does on the field, uh-huh. personally wise. I mean, I mean, even though Robert Kraft, you know, had his moments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. You know, yeah. Boy, pretty boy. Bill Belichick and them don't. You know, that's what they do. I mean, right. look, look what they did with Randy Moss. Look right. what they did with a Garrett Blunt. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Blunt come out of college, out of Oregon, yeah. fighting the coach, the whole <laughs> team, the opposing team. He yeah. got in the NFL doing the same thing. He gave dude a two piece. Yeah, doing <laughs> doing the same thing in the NFL for what two or three other squads already. Right. And look what Bill Belichick and and the New England Patriots done for him. Right. 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 Yeah, because he was a beast running back coming yeah, out yeah. of college. His attitude and his behaviors would just just would hurt him. Mm-hmm. Hurt him in the draft. He could have been a, a top five pick coming out of college. I remember him. him right. and, uh, I think that's like the kid that uh, was from Oklahoma, Mixon. Yeah, I think is his name. Running Mixon. Back. Joe Mixon. Yeah. He got in a domestic situation yeah. right oh, before yeah. the draft. So I think I think one of the things that trumps anything is talent in a way, because if you have a certain amount of talent. Some people are willing to go above and beyond for you, yeah. Regardless of what you've been through, and so you don't have too much to worry about as far as your brain. And another thing about this whole situation that everybody's questioning now is: was this a plan from the beginning? To get traded somewhere, get released, and get to the Patriots because that's where he wanted to be in the first place. Not necessarily, because it was reported that. The Patriots wasn't the only squad that was beckoning at him as soon as he went into free agency. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, true enough, man, if I find out Jerry didn't put a phone call into him, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure uh, Carson Wentz was at somebody's door like, y'all better yeah, make a phone call. I need some help. Yeah. <laughs> My wing's still broke. <laughs> <laughs> and they say the Cowboys take your target for no stop. Yes, sir. No. Yes, sir. I'll stop. I'll stop. Let me not get this wrong. I'll say, I couldn't help it. But you know, I think another thing yeah. like that people have to consider is what happened in Pittsburgh. What all that cover up? You know, with all this happening the way it did, and that what to me makes it think like it's really like something that needs to be addressed. Him. He's got to address something, like, because I don't think talent will continue to overshadow. I think he just got fed up in Pittsburgh. Everything was all about Big Ben. And if anybody's a real, true football fan, anybody knows Pittsburgh is not going to do nothing else with Ben at the helm. Right. I mean, though Ben could sling the ball if he could stay healthy all year, I think I think A.B.'s true issue at Pittsburgh was, look, I done gave y'all, like, eight years. <laughs> We keep getting to the playoffs. This big goofy individual right here keep jacking it off for us. Yeah. I'm trying to win a ring. That's what he say his focus is now. He wants to go somewhere with him and win a ring. I ain't going to lie. I'm not a Patriots fan, but I'm a football fan. And this might be the best ticket for him. You have to you have to look at it from, yeah. from a football standpoint. Yeah, I think he got to Oakland and got there and seen what was there and realized, oh, yeah, this ain't going to be my ticket. Be I'll, be my, I'll be there another eight years. So, and, and that – Drives you to the point of money was not relevant in that situation. No, I, think you, I don't think he cared yeah, about that money. The, the thirty million was irrelevant at that point because, like you said, his his desire is to have a ring, and he may have gotten out there and looked like he you know, go to the Patriots for fifteen, and if he does, and, if, and he know he gonna do what he does out there, so he knows next year they gonna give him a two three year contract worth. That thirty million or more. Right. Right. He so, gonna sell his brand this year. Yeah. And he gonna but he gonna put his brand out there, I think, like, you know, I don't know, 
the right brand. way. <laughs> just the right way, though. Yeah. Like they talk about that Patriot way, and then it really calls people, you know, Bill Belichick expects people to be men. I mean, they have the other thing, not only the Patriot way, but do your job. And I think that can help us as, as business owners is like, you, you have no place to complain about something not going right if you didn't do your job, mm. do your part, you know? And I think that's where I appreciate you reaching out about the, the meetings, Tyrone, because there's another avenue to get networking, connections, and thank you, David, for inviting him because this is something I'm passionate about and I know it can happen just meeting the right people and working with the right people. So. It's getting back to the motivation of, and thank you for bringing those insights out. I never thought about that of Antonio Brown, like, you know, like you said, taking a look and like, this ain't for me. You know, how many of us will have courage in situations? Can you allude to that or, or deals where you've been like, just, this doesn't work out or the numbers aren't good enough or. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a $10,000 check sitting in my purse right now that I keep as a memorandum because when it came down to it, cashing that check was almost like selling yourself, your soul to the devil. Okay. Mm. And knowing that the problems that come along with that or that particular client, those are some deals you absolutely have to walk away from because you know that it's going to keep you um, away from your goals or you know just kind of that alignment where it's like, this is what I want to do when somebody tries to pull you off into a different direction. Well, it's one thing if you're going to teach me how to get to that place. It's something completely different if you just want to have me over here in a separate box. So... Yeah, I keep that check in my my wallet as just a memorandum to say, stay aligned with your goals and your purpose and what you want to do. And the universe, Lord, everything else will align with that. But it was almost, to a degree, a test Okay. Um, for me. So I, I definitely would encourage anybody to, you know, make sure that you know what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be able to pivot. You know, sometimes you get into a situation and you're like... You know what? That is a better idea. This is a better way to go. I can see the value in that. I'm getting some good information. I'm willing to deviate from the plan if it gets me to the end goal and it lets me to do the things, have the time freedom, have reached the clientele that I want to. You know, all those things absolutely make sense. But sometimes, and they've talked about it before, you know, with a lot of professionals, they, they give up so much and their hands are so tied and they can't be their authentic selves. Well, that can potentially be a problem. It's, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> he touched the table, y'all. We y'all already know the table. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking for know. a contractor to fix I the table. No, <laughs> the table. Y'all do not warn. Me. I, I, and and typically we do. We, I hear, I'm glad I just wasn't gung ho with it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you can put that bottle back up there. I know now. <laughs> It's the Memphis in me. <laughs> and you stick your finger in that one. Well, you do that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this time me go. <laughs> well, yeah, we certainly, uh, we certainly appreciate you coming by. Um, mm-hmm. If you Man. don't mind, real quick, just to share with how people can get in touch with you, maybe. And um, well, let's see. You can get in touch with me uh, via Facebook at TNK Development LLC. Uh, you can always reach me um, toll free nationwide eight six five two eight six eight three three six. You can also reach us at t- uh, SDMEBuysHouses.com. 
Um, you know, anybody that uh, is looking to sell a house or looking to um, get away from up under a house, um, of course, by any means, please send them my way. I do offer referral fees, 250 to 500% of me, a property that I go put on the contract and I do a deal on. If I make some money, I want everybody else to make some money. Lot Ain't no money. fun at the top by yourself. So. There you go. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate you coming out. Uh, David, what's new in your world? What's upcoming? Any any big happenings? Any? I got my New York license back. Uh -huh. okay. That opens up a whole new avenue of things. Absolutely. No, I was already running business before I had my license. It don't matter. It uh, okay. It don't stop. It don't stop. We don't stop. We just keep moving with the process. Um, but no, that was I mean, it was really a positive thing. I got my New York license back, which I let it go intentionally in January because I wasn't doing enough business. And from a lot of my social media marketing, that's starting to pick back up as a viable community for me to work with. So, you know, hit the website, IamWealthyNow.com. We, um, Patrice and I, man, let me give a shout out to Patrice, man. Patrice. Patrice, man, she is all over it, man. Miss Cuts by Reggie. Mrs. Cuts by Reggie. You, man, yeah. you better put the R.S. in yeah. that thing. Yeah. Mrs. My bad. Respect that. Sorry. But, um, yeah, we had our community outreach event at the church yesterday, and they wanted to set up a table for financial planning. And, of course, I had my grandmother's maternity shoot yesterday. Not just the baby's maternity shoot. You know, grandmama had to have her own too. It was, it was beautiful. Oh, I'll show you the pictures afterwards. Anyway, I have yeah, such. <laughs> <laughs> so we had such a good time with that, but time got away from me. And she went to the event. She had it set up. She was ready to go. She was out there talking to people. She was working. She was one of those people who took the initiative. She had the drive. She had that hunger. And she was doing what she needed to do with or without me. Because she knows that this is portion her business and her income. And she going to do what she needs to do. And nothing's going to get in her way. So I appreciate her. I'm so grateful and thankful to connect with her as a girlfriend, a brunch club, a business partner, and a fellow author. I definitely just want to give a shout out to her because you definitely held it down. And it definitely makes my job a whole lot easier knowing that we just really moved from that quadrant of self-employed to actually having a business where we have multiple people who can run this and keep everything above ground. So very grateful and thankful for that. Um, but outside of that, Women, Wine & Wealth is coming up on Saturday, the 14th. Yeah. Yes, Nas's birthday. Um, we're going to do that here, and we're going to have a really good oh man <laughs> rap yeah. okay i just wanted to make sure <laughs> these days boy you could have said that and you been talking about your child or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as true i got a couple of clients his <laughs> name is not what? So, yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to make i just needed clarification i apologize no, 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 no. There's a shrine. There's a shrine no, to nine and that. wine. I, I'm yeah. not that nosy, so oh, okay. I, I wasn't that far away. <laughs> <laughs> September no, the 14th. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I am the number eight fan. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I won't do tattoos, and I won't pay $2,000 for a ticket. No, I won't do it. I'm not about to put bumper stickers Ooh. on a Bentley. What, what, what concert now is doing that a ticket cost $2,000? Man, so many of them. Like, it's it's no joke. It's no game. Especially for where I want to sit and what I want to do. Well, it's a bunch of senior citizens there, because don't know nothing. Young folks know nothing about now. See, you know what? That's why I got the bottle right man. here. <laughs> 
December fourteenth. Senior citizens. No, man, you're not gonna. Hey, hey, you're not gonna disrespect hey, me on Grandparents' Day. Bring it on in. <laughs> Bring it on in. Come on. But all of us. I mean, what you mean? I had a home. I had a buddy's son tell me last year at his twenty-first birthday that I was one of the old heads. Wow. I was one of the old heads. I was like, huh? Mm-mm. What you mean I'm the old head? He's like, yeah, you my dad's friend. You one the old head. Really? Move on, youngster. <laughs> no, he probably sat there for a minute and like, you're right. Whatever. I swear, I, I ain't got no old is, head body. You better that believe me. <laughs> I am that guy now. Mm-hmm. Like, folks, are, like at some point, you have to come to realization yeah. that you done gone from one of the guys to one of the OGs by right. He was the OG <laughs> messing around with Nikki last year. Who? Nas and Nikki Minaj. You still talking about him? Yes, we still talking about him. Because <laughs> all we talk about is him and money. What what else is there? And money, Nas, and wine. What else do we talk about? Oh Lord, well, I need to get you up there to New York and in front of Nas. Only for a venture capital deal. See, look, it's on the it's on the vision board. I have to listen. Well, you got a game. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We can't talk about it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, shout out to um, Patrice. <laughs> Women, Wine, and Wealth coming on September 14th. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun because yeah. we talk about, man, we had so much fun with that. We talk about financial therapy. We talk about releasing money blocks. We talk about using your superpowers. And my girls, they know about that superpower. So we got to use that superpower to get our money right. And it's a whole lot of fun. It's definitely no man included because we do have a different conversation yeah, in a like different that. way. I mean, first of all, I'm up in here in the boys' club. I just listened to a 25 minute dialogue about football. Like, do 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 do. We still talking about that? But, (laughs) but no, 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 no. Genuinely, I enjoy hanging out with the fellas. I enjoy the the insight and the sharing. It just makes me, it just makes me stronger because you know this this is a male dominated world. Mm-hmm. But women can do it better. It's not a But actual facts and numbers is considering the fact that I'm a man about the numbers, women outnumber men four to one in the world. Absolutely. So how how are we dominating <laughs> when y'all outnumber us? It's more y'all than us. I think a lot of it comes back to and, and this goes into the presentation. We've been taught to have that level of submissiveness. So even though you guys outnumber us, that's even going to no, say. we don't outnumber y'all. Y'all outnumber us. No, I mean, excuse me. We outnumber you. Exactly. You're, you're absolutely right. Sorry, blame it on alcohol. But the reality of it is, there's only 12% blacks, and yet we still feel like, okay, we have enough economic power that we can be able to do, start our businesses and do whatever. There's not that same dynamic of women who feel like there's enough of us who can be empowered enough to uplift ourselves out of a situation. So we have the numbers, but our education and the way that we have been trained is really to be very more submissive, to let men run the money, to let men run the business, to not make more money than them, right. to take care of the household. I mean, you came out of, there's different dynamics to different households. Man, if you heard the Me Too movement, y'all ain't playing, man. <laughs> 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 Y'all ain't playing, man. 
You right. You right. You right. <laughs> <laughs> all the successes, though, we know it's going to be. A, this is the second one, right? Yes. Yes. So yes. Yes. It's, it's going and they are building and growing, and people are getting engaged, and it's yes, it's a it whole is. lot of fun. It is. I come in. Mm-hmm. I come in. I do. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Cause yeah. for real. Yeah. yeah, they they have uh, the last one we saw the pictures and everything. It looked like everybody's having her, but the main thing is it's positivity and people are learning. I think it's needed. Mm-hmm. I think it's needed for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the only way to get stronger. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you know, I don't know if anybody plays chess in this room. I do. I but you know, I play chess. You know how sometimes, you know. You let King dwelling in the back down, back there behind the pawns, and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right there at the right time, you just have to start pushing and trying to bring them out there to light. Mm-hmm. And for real, theoretically, in the way you say it, how you know women are supposedly, you know, brainwashing the man. Or, well, we all still sitting in my office, right? That's a whole nother we, conversation. We still sitting in the woman's part. office, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I understand the queen is actually the strongest hey, look, player look, in the game. Look, that's not a conversation. Hey, to the point. Hey, look, you go back to the mother and country of England right now, UK, look at who's top dog. Right, Queen mm-hmm. England. Okay, right. Either way, um, but I think it's awesome because I think it's much needed. I mean, not not only us as a society and as as, as people, I think it's it's something that's needed. I mean, you know, true us guys, men, whatever the movement. Yeah, we do our thing. I mean, because we're supposed to. Right. We to go getters. Right. We go back to our motherland country. That's where we were. We were the go getters. We were the ones that took off on a month, two month long treks across the Serengeti, chasing two or three caribou to bring it back for the women to do their thing and put on a festival that we was able to go out and be successful, come back and feed the village. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, I, I commend it. Yeah, I that's, awesome. I mean, these are conversations that need to take place, and kudos to you for doing this. Yeah. You know. And so, I, you're right. Everybody has their role, and we are all members of the same body. You know, everybody has a role, and understanding your role and working within that role appropriately yes. is so important. Using your powers for the way that you're supposed to. Bill Belichick said it best. What did he say? Do your job. Oh, that's <laughs> On the clip. So, so what's, what's next? What's next for you, CT? Man, I'm just working, man, uh, as far as. These little personal ventures that I'm trying to do as far as um, Fat Boy Problems, the blog. I'm enjoying myself doing that because it involves two things that I like to do. Eat and I like to write. So when I can combine the two, that's great. My next move is, of course, I've talked about it in the beginning. I'm going to get this Facebook and Instagram page going to where I can take the pictures down when I'm eating. Take those, but also put them out there to where people can see it. Because my main goal is to bring light to the restaurant scene around Knoxville. Because Knoxville right now, as far as restaurants go, it's blowing up. You find new places to go to. And it's not just big brand names. It's these mom and pop places. You know, people who started from the kitchen to selling in a truck to having a brick and mortar place. These are the kind of things that I want to highlight as far as Knoxville. 
uh, vlog is going to be in the work. Uh, it's going to be hangar management. Basically going to be a place to where we can go to these different places, introduce the people, learn a little more about the people that own the places, but also have a little fun with it as far as uh, there's going to be little skits and everything that I'm working on too. So. Skits coming. I like it. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. uh, we're, we're trying to do everything. Entertainment's where it's at for me. So Sounds like it. That's a great plan. So, uh, if anybody listening can make it out on Wednesday, that'll be a, uh, we're doing a first mid-month uh, men's fellowship. So, it's just, like I said, a bunch of guys hanging out, talking, um, encouraging each other, lifting each other up. That's, that's our goal. That's our objective. It's a safe space. There's confidence. So, you can Talk to people about, you know, important Cumberland Avenue, 6 o'clock. That's where we'll be at. So it's 6 o'clock in the evening? Yes, sir. So if anybody can come out, please make it. But with that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and wind down here. Uh, go around mm-hmm. one more time. Let everybody give a positive word for the week. And uh, we'll start with you, Miss David. So my positive word for the week is what? Money, 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 money. You know, it is. I'm over this thing where people feel like they're afraid of money. They don't want to talk about money. That they hate money. Money is the root of all evil. No, 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 no. Money allows us to have freedom. It allows us to have empowerment. It allows us to create a legacy. It allows us to live our best lives. It allows us to give back and be able to help other people. So I really want us to take just 30 minutes out of your week. I don't care what you do. If you go set up another bank account, if you work on your budget, if you sit down with a financial advisor, if you read a book, if you go to a seminar, just do something. Take 30 minutes of an hour, the equivalent of a TV show, and figure out a new money goal from yourself. That's it. That's all. If you can do that for me and really stay focused in that path, then I know that you're going to be able to reach your financial goals. Not my financial goals. It's your money. It's your goals. And I want to see you get them. So... Get that money, 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 money. Money. Tyrone. You got a word of encouragement for the listeners? Um, Honey. Money. I'm going to follow up behind her. Okay. (laughs) Get that money. Get that money, man. Get that money. CT, send the people home with something. All right, so... My words for this week is, man, look, we had a post that David put up. You have all the tools around you already. Mm. You have no more excuses. Just do it. I'm a person who procrastinates. I've been there, done that. I'm getting more into the mode where I'm working on the ideas and things that I have now. And it's because the more you procrastinate, the longer it's going to take you to get to where you want to get to. Just do what you got to do. You have the tools around you. And the biggest thing you got to do, man, if you need help or if you have nobody that you think you can talk to, you need to start reaching out to people. There's a whole world of different people out here who can help you and who can expand what you're trying to do and take it to another level. But you have to put your guard down and get with these people and network with these people to make what your eventual goals and dreams happen so sounds good sounds good i just want to encourage everybody to work diligently at their goals as david and tyrone and ct have said uh that being said also protect your mind protect your mental health you know 
when know when your fuse is getting a little bit too short and you just need to pause and maybe switch to something else or just back off. Uh, always protect your mental because you don't want to end up, you know, causing yourself any harm from driving yourself too far too fast. And uh, we, we just want to see everybody succeed. So, again, take the time out to... Praise for Kevin Hart because what you're saying is what happened to him, I feel. I think he was pushing himself too hard and... The situation that he got into to where it's basically I feel like God might have been telling him to just slow down a little bit. And I think that's something we, we all need to do. Bit. So, again, work hard at your goals, but be diligent and, you know, schedule everything, pace everything, and take time for yourself. Always give yourself that space to decompress. And uh, we look forward to the next show. Uh, we'll have the audio up tonight. We thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you for joining us, Tyrone. Thank you, David, for making it happen. Pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Yes, sir. Until next week, guys, we will see you later. Everybody have a good evening. Peace, peace, peace.